What's up, guys? What up? What up? Did y'all know that we've been recording podcasts for a year? A whole over year. over a year. It's honestly kind of crazy to think about that. Yep. Yeah, it really is. Like we were so young when we started. So, so young in pandemic years. I feel so old. Have you guys felt your metabolism slow down in the last year? Because uh, I have. Like 1,000%. Mine was never high. Yeah, mine oh, yeah? was not either. Oh, mine, okay. mine was never high. Isaac, I think that, that you're the only one who had a super high metabolism. Yeah. That's what they did call me high metabolism sims in college. In college. Uh, I vaguely and remember high school. that. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, called yeah, me many yeah. things. That was just one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I have felt like everything, like, I've always had fairly bad knees thanks to playing sports for 18 years, <laughs> but um, they just, it feels worse. I, I feel like I can't do things for as long. Like I was jokingly acting like I was uh, crossing someone up. I didn't even have a basketball. It was just like, I was just joking around and screwing around with someone. And I took a, a wrong step and I felt it in my uh hamstring i was like oh wait nope nope i'm done i'm nope, done can't nope. do this anymore yeah can't do it anymore so Th- that reminds me of uh the in kick-ass when red mist jumps off the uh, uh yeah. the dumpster <laughs> he lands he's like oh frick off oh, my knee my knee <laughs> yeah so uh but you have you have felt your metabolism shit? yeah like i feel like i can't drink ipas anymore without getting sick it's like man wow. too much it's too dense you know i can only drink like coors light i'm becoming a dad <laughs> <laughs> yeah you sound like my dad that's literally all he drinks i love i love Heineken's. i love coors though yeah i love heineken too i like that light yeah. stuff yeah yeah it goes down easy it's it it's light it's light you know what else is light or do you know what else goes down easy or I don't know. Transition. <laughs> Our podcasts. <laughs> Our podcast. I don't know how easy it goes. Not down. this one, but <laughs> some of our other ones. We have better ones. Mm-hmm. What? Guys. What? What do you? I think we'll talk about a lot of stuff reflecting on over the last year. But mm-hmm. since we're talking about the good ones, what? What were y'all's favorite of our episodes to record, or which do you think came out the best? Ooh. Because that, I'm, as, I'm being biased. I'm biased, but I think the Days Confused episode is incredible. Yep. That was a really good one. I think we've gotten better and better I as we've too. gone on. Our True Grit episode rules. I haven't listened to it yet. You know what the common denominator is there? Eric Pham. Eric, <laughs> Eric Pham. Oh, yeah, that's right. Picking movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really liked us talking about take shelter because i recently listened to that one and i think i liked that we talked about psychology for so long so yeah that was probably a little biased as we really did we talked about what i have that was a memorable episode that was a good one um i what are what are y'all's favorite uh layover episodes um so we that's a little bit more recent Mm -hmm. i think like this year right right i think trashing the oscars was pretty fun that was that that was was pretty fun i I love we trashed it even more because we didn't do a follow-up episode we we were like yeah this is part (laughs) one it wasn't even worthy it It really wasn't 
mean, did y'all hear? Did y'all see that it was uh, viewed by less than 10, 10 million people? Yeah, I saw that. Eric's was, like, yes, death well, to the. I think that's patriarchy. I think that's has to do with like the whole environment. There were no movies that came out last year because of Corona. So yep. obviously yeah. that's going to impact the interest in the Oscars if no good movies came out. So this was a, uh, this year wasn't like un- <sighs> it, this year wasn't like a fake Oscars year, but it was kind of a punt. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Anyway. What was your favorite episode, Isaac? Uh, uh, True Grit and Days and Confused. We uh we started off, uh, yeah. Like I said, I think we've gotten better and better as time has gone on. If you're listening to this, uh, and you're just now realizing that the three of us do this for our own enjoyment and not it's not, solely for- not really for anyone else. We hope that other people enjoy it, but we don't really. Uh, we we do it strictly to have fun. Um, I think I, other people enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I've had but, I've had people like text me and say that they like it so i don't know if they're just being really nice but i don't think that someone would go out of their way to text me yep just to say that my brother texted me last weekend whenever true grit came out and said because because at some point we were like this is a total dad movie but in the best way because it's like you just you sit there and you watch the whole thing whenever you see it come on tv or whatever um or if you're scrolling through HBO Max or whatever streaming service, you'll put it on. And he said, now that I'm a dad, I will proudly watch True Grit repeatedly with a, with a tall boy in hand. And uh, Specifically like, a tall boy. Yep. And it was, that was cool too because he told me that um, Take Shelter is one of his favorite movies and I didn't even know that. Oh. So he was like, I'm really pumped that y'all are doing Nichols. That was a couple months ago. But yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Uh, just overall, like what has this been like for you to, to do this for a year? Um, just whoever wants to go first, like what, what has it been like for you guys to do this? Eric, did you expect to be doing a podcast with someone you went to high school with and, someone you kind of no, knew not. from college no no it's been it's been interesting because i love watching movies and i never really talked about them like except outside the confi- confines of like twitter letterbox mm-hmm. yep. um so it's been fun getting to express my opinion that way um and just share my views and thoughts on movies so that, yep. that's been a fun fun uh experience uh doing that the last year Uh, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. <laughs> we are we're killing it, guys. I, well, I thought you were about to say something, Olivia. That's I thought my you fault. were going to say something. So we just man. we just were trying to be too polite and yep, yep, yep. yeah. Isaac, what were you going to say? I was going to say that we're, <laughs> I don't want to make this. Well, I, it's like we we are paying our producer to do layover episodes. So I was like, should I mention them? Because like we usually do in produced episodes. But I was like, should we should I not? Because this is a layover episode. So I was like going back and forth. But anyway, they have been extremely helpful because they 
helped Olivia and I kind of get it off the ground once we realized mm-hmm. how that we could do it for very inexpensive. Um, so I'm really grateful to Ryan and his team for making them sound really, really good and, and helping us just get it going because mm-hmm. we wouldn't, we would have been struggling with each episode um, unless we had, you know, connections with him. Um, yeah. So. And they, they probably wouldn't have come out as like uh, as often as they do yes. or as regularly as they do. If because, we were editing everything. And, oh, yeah. my God. I just don't know how we would do it with all. I, I just feel like because because we all do have our own pretty set schedule and pre- pretty busy schedules mm-hmm. with our respective jobs and like whatever else we're doing uh in our free time and so i just can't imagine how how long it would take for all of us to or for one of us to sit down and try to edit and do all that and upload it so yeah so yeah i am glad for uh, or grateful for ready set podcast for helping us with that yeah ready set podcast turning our brilliant idea into reality (laughs) They did. They turned. They it did. Into, yeah, you're right. No, yeah, it's huge. It's. I do. I do really like our idea of this pot. The behind the idea of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because, again, like we, I think we said this when we first started. Every movie podcast is either by people who are somehow involved in the movie industry or live in like L.A. or New York, where the film industry is obviously way bigger than it is here in flyover country and we're not saying that we're better than those podcasters or that we know more <laughs> but we're just not that saying we're different <laughs> we're just different yeah yeah, yeah. no no there's yeah. no way i know more than you know guys from blank check or the big big picture or anything like that but i do think that we have a maybe not a unique perspective i don't know i just love that we get to do this we have that we have a i think our perspective is unique and i think also that we're consistent and we keep just keep doing it you know um just just do it you know eric also it's okay if your dog's barking in the background um i i just hit the wire out of my mic for some reason while i was oh but i'm back um is it y'all's dog we no, had, it's it's a neighbor's dog. Neighbor's he's a little, dog. he's a craphead. <laughs> he's terrible. Um, I didn't know dogs could be crackheads. This one it definitely is. Um, have you ever met a chihuahua? Yeah, no. that's that's literally. Yeah. yeah, just that that face that Isaac is making right now. He's scrunching up one eye. That's exactly what a chihuahua looks like. Yeah. Um, here's a question. So I saw Eric when he gave me the knives out steelbook olivia i haven't seen you yet in person right yeah i'm trying to think Since, i know i haven't like, seen eric sometime in, in, in 2019. several years yeah i, I like I to stay off the grid so yeah it was on pretty rare isaac that i even showed up to your house that one day <laughs> yeah you you're yeah. like hey, honestly if i didn't have knives out steelbook i wouldn't <laughs> come <laughs> Isaac, what was the last time? Like, when was the last time I actually saw you in person? I think it was when. Was it when we saw Captain Marvel? No. I think it, are you sure? Or maybe it was some sometime after that. It was. Well, I'm trying to think. The last time I was in Conway, 
was for a wedding. Yeah, it was for one of my roommate's weddings in May of 2019. Yes, and you stayed with us. And I stayed with you guys. When we were living in the uh, downtown apartment. Yes, yes, yeah. That was the last time I saw you, which was... So it's been... Oh, it's been two years since I've seen you. Two. Two. In person, face-to-face. And you almost came for the other wedding. But that got canceled because of the snow. That got canceled because of the snow, which, like, which really sucks. Can you imagine having to, like, kind of postpone your wedding because of COVID? And then it finally rolls around to your wedding day. And then you have to postpone it again because of a snowstorm that no one was expecting shout out to kp we love you she's doing great she's doing great from what i can tell yeah she's doing great she's crushing it um speaking of knives out did you see the casting news for knives out too let me pull it up real quick unless one of y'all i don't have it off the top of my head Catherine hahn dave batista uh there's like two more uh Uh, ed norton you have Ed oh, Morgan, yeah. and there's Someone, one more. Oh, oh, Kate Hudson. Yep. Yeah. Those one. are the four. I think there there might have been one more, but those are like the four. I want to say there's another one. I don't know. That's um, crazy. Oh, Janelle Monae. Yes. Wow. There's another Leslie Odom Jr. That's, oh, I was yeah, like, that's I was like, yeah. oh, there's another person. Yeah. Mike, yeah. That's gonna be an incredible, incredible cast. Dave <sighs> Bautista. Like wow, Scoop is incredible. Like I honestly think both both I compare him to The Rock just because they both come from the wrestling world. Yes, sure. yes. But yeah. he honestly is a he might have a better acting record than The Rock in the less amount of experience that he's done. Like head to head, I think I've taken Dave Bautista movies. If you're if you're making me pick between The Rock and Sean yeah. Sean Fennessy on the Big Picture, he was talking with a couple guys about zombie movies. Uh, an episode that released like a couple days ago and he said the exact same thing so you are uh, you are oh, really? you have a great great takes uh, yeah I, I know you don't listen to them a lot but he yeah. was saying the same thing he was like Dave Bautista has this kind of like uh this this strange charisma and he mm-hmm. functions better in serious roles like Blade Runner yeah. 49 and um Inspector yeah like, like he just has he has this really specific zeroed in and uh yeah he's awesome that the that the rock doesn't it's really yeah the, the rock is just you see the, rock, the rock whenever he's on the yeah. screen yeah. But yeah. Also, you actually yeah. see it like a character but he right. still has like that really that star energy yeah i, I watched army of darkness the other night it is it was, good? army of the dead the, the plot it, yeah army army of the dead my bad but uh the plot is just it's pretty stupid but the action is pretty awesome and Dave Bautista kicks a ton of ass in it. Um, nice. Yeah. And Zack Snyder did the cinematography for it, which it looked pretty awesome. That's too. cool. Um, I saw some behind the scenes shots of like of Zack Snyder being in like the most kind of ridiculous angles trying to get certain shots. Uh, yeah. So I imagine those probably. I mean, I hope that they would turn out pretty. Yeah, good. it looked it looked good. Um, yeah. The plot was just it was it made no sense, but it's a Zack Snyder's zombie movie, so. You know what you're signing up for. Also, can we talk about how there's a zo- there's a zombie tiger, right? Yeah, th- okay. there's so so much crazy stuff in it, and I'm a sucker for it. So yeah, th- so it'll be so, a cult classic for sure. But there's a zombie tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there's a zombie general who wears a mask and a cape and he uses a spear um, and the zombies should. have intelligence and he has a queen. It's I'm not going to. So, spoil too so much. they're sentient. More than I've, the zombies. Yes. Yes. Um, and I thought it was going to be a tie into Dawn of the Dead. The remake okay. he did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's a it's a it's a brand new story. Uh, different universe from Hytale. But there's going to be a prequel and I think an animated series. Um, oh, nice. Spinning off of this. I think it's the Snyder verse of zombies. Is what nice. it's going to be Netflix thing, I believe. Yo, so. that makes sense. Zombies, werewolves, vampires. Which, which movie zombies. monster zombies. would you have to watch? Zombies. Yeah, I couldn't. I never got into the werewolves and vampires. Probably second, but I never got into like American Werewolf in London and Teen Wolf. I, yeah, haven't seen werewolf. that either. Um, I feel like werewolves have been least represented represented <laughs> on screen we need justice for werewolves oh, justice man. for movie werewolves but then uh, vampires went through the teen uh, vampires got a really bad i think twilight, twilight destroyed the genre i zombies are scary i love are world, awesome. world war z world, world war z is like one of my favorite zombie movies probably my favorite zombie movie wow yeah yeah since i seen that one i think I don't know. I did. I I was a middle school girl whenever Twilight came out. So there's that. Keep that in mind. So, uh, but I don't know. Vampires, zombies scare me the most, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I think of Werewolf. I actually don't. I think of Lupin from Harry Potter. Yep. Which was terrifying. I mean, in Prisoner of Azkaban, the way they like did the CGI for that was scary he was super scary as a werewolf. he's like oh. an abnormal looking werewolf yeah yeah because i think i i wasn't super old when that one came out i think it came out in 2004 mm-hmm. so i would have been 10 so mm. i don't know i truthfully am gonna try to avoid a zombie movie because i don't like zombies really i just uh, i get so scared here's they're, they're here's gross. the thing there is some good zombie movies they're out there scary and I'm have you seen Shaun of the Dead? No. <laughs> uh, My favorite man. part of Shaun of the Dead that I remember is when they're out drinking and they leave the bar and they're in the street and there's a zombie like stumbling towards them and they they're like they're like riffing on each other like ba-da-ba-da-ba-da. and then the zombie goes and then they like look back at each other and they go and then they look back at the zombie and he goes. It could, it's like perfectly yes. timed, dude. The so. editing in that is crazy. I think that I think I mentioned this. Shaun of the Dead was like my first exposure to Edgar Wright. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I love Shaun of the Dead. Um, uh, I, I would watch Pilgrim Shaun of the my... Dead. You have? I would watch it only okay. because Edgar Wright. Yeah, and it's not a scary one. It's really yeah, funny. yeah. Like Bill I Nye is so funny in it too. He's, He's got like, a really good. Cast. Isn't he the yeah. uh, stepdad? Yes, Martin Freeman is in it too. Yeah. He's like one of the pub he is friends. Underappreciated British actor, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I just I remember watching parts of Dawn of the Dead as like Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I as a kid, and it really scared me. That's a pretty. That is that's scary. A, that's a. I think I was, I was eleven or so, eleven or twelve. Yeah. And that's it was like his. What do you what do you think is his best movie, Eric? Honestly, that 
probably is his best movie besides Watchmen. I yeah. love Watch. I love Watchmen a lot. His his yep. Watchmen. Um, but Dawn of the Dead, to, I'll probably put it up there. I would have to revisit sure. it, but from what I remember, I was like very surprised at how thrilling and brutal that movie is. So yeah, I watched that one. That was a movie I watched very recently, like within the last year. His Dawn of the Dead. And have I was you seen really all of his movies. Have you seen Guardians of, of <laughs> Guardians? And you've seen Sucker I've Punch. Seen, though, I've right? seen bits and pieces of Sucker Punch. Well, actually, I think I did watch it all on FX one day. Um, I think it, I remember it being atrocious. Yeah. Um, My brother loves Sucker Punch. He went through a phase where every time that movie was on, because it was like <laughs> on HBO or one of those yeah. like, movie channels. And so every time it was on, he would, he would watch it. He would have it on. He loves that movie. Uh, but Earlier today, I was scrolling through Twitter, and one of my friends from grad school, I don't know why he tweeted this, but because it, it fell out of nowhere for me, but he he said, Zack Snyder probably has the worst, what was it? Like, he was basically just trashing Zack Snyder as a director and was like, none of his movies are good. Is there a single one that's redeeming? And I didn't, I didn't tweet him back because... I just didn't want to get into it with him. But I was like, I mean, Watchmen's really good. I really like the Snyder cut of the Justice League. Uh, I'm trying to think what others. Man of Steel has its redeeming qualities. Yeah. The first half of Man of Steel is really very good. When they're on Krypton with Russell Crowe. Yeah. uh, That was was one of the... That opening scene is probably the best part. And I'm all for, like, I'm all for, you know him him just like traveling the earth and like being a nomad and and kind of dealing with the fact that he's so much he's just different from all these people and working on the oil rig and speaking of that and i think it's cool invincible oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh we could easily talk for the rest of I, this episode about invincible i knew it was hyped up i got onto it a little, a little bit later than the craze, but everyone was like saying how incredible it was. So I, st- I popped in the first episode. I was like, "All right, it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna take me a couple episodes to get into." Then, like at the end of the first episode, I was where say, I, I Omni Man that. was, yeah, when Omni Man was just shredding everybody. Oh I was like, my okay, gosh! Yeah, I'm, I'm here for this. I'm yeah. amazed. I loved it. I loved it. Uh, okay, so zombies and Invincible tie-in. Robert Kirkman wrote The Walking Dead, right? And he's been involved yes. with the show, right? Have yes. you watched that, it. Eric? Uh, Have Walking you watched Dead. it? Like, the Walking Dead. You know, dedicated? Uh, I watched the first three seasons uh, when they killed Shane off. I stopped watching because Shane was my favorite character. I tried to get into season three, and I was like, something feels different. I think that's the yeah. farm episode, or farm season. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, season, season two, I was like... After he, well, I'm, I might have stuck around for a couple of other seasons just because everybody was watching it, and I got stuck in like watch parties back in yep. college. <laughs> but uh, I really did not get too. You were you were trapped. You it. couldn't leave. I like, remember there was someone <laughs> blocking the door. There was one episode. What what's her name? Carol is that the lady who like killed that yeah. girl who was looking at the flowers? Who's friends with Daryl? Possibly. I'm not Carol joking. is a character. I'm almost positive. Yeah, Daryl's a character too, and they're like good friends. Yeah. Yeah. When John Bernthal got, I was I love John Bernthal. I thought I he's hated. so good. I He's hated so good. Rick and uh, Andrew Link. Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. yeah, Andrew Lincoln. I I just yeah. don't like him as an actor very much. So, and Carl was terrible. So Carl. Carl. But yeah, Invincible. Carl wow. that kills people. <laughs> Pretty sure he got killed off too. Yeah. Carl. He did. Yeah, I think he did. Um, okay, Invincible. But anyway, Invincible, awesome. So, so Robert Loved Kirkman it. was like involved in it. I don't know that much about it. I saw that 
I saw that he said in an interview that he expected Invincible to be canceled after the first run of comics and then it like got really popular and I was like, I've never heard of this before. So anyway, it's amazing to me that Invincible can so like like it it doesn't have to do much because the animation is not super fancy or anything. I think like the fact that it's kind of retro is working mm-hmm. in its favor. The voice acting is obviously they were like, we got to get the top top people for this and what a cast and you also like you get to see the guardians like just very briefly like Mm -hmm. a snippet of each of their lives and then you're like oh 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 no what and then they all start getting killed and you're like why and 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 also props to the animators props to the animators of invincible because that i mean that that fight scene at the end of season or episode one and then the scene where Omni-Man is wrecking the world with Invincible and killing a ton of people is Ugh. just absolutely like gut-wrenching and heart-wrenching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the scene where the Flash, Red Dust, is that yeah, his name? So red, his head red, just red, got... Red Rush. Yeah. Red Rush. Red he, Rush. Yeah, he, his, when his brain just, or his head just popped, I was like, that was awesome. Um, and... and and it's honestly like it's so funny because I love I love that the show is not so on the nose about like if Superman was real this is what he would do and if Batman mm-hmm. was real this is what it's just kind of like yep this this is what ha- this is what would happen like mm-hmm. S- Superman would grab Batman and he'd smash him into the ground and then he'd smash him into the ground again and he'd be dead that's what would happen <laughs> like which is what yeah. should have happened with Batman versus yes yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah. No, but yeah, uh, yeah, I was really impressed by Invincible. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about it. I I might have liked it more than the boys, honestly. I don't know though. Um, it's, I loved Invincible. It's it's so much. Stephen Yoon and his performance, and mm-hmm. uh, oh, what's what's the name of the girl from Community who's Adam E. Uh, Gillian Jacobs. Gillian Jacobs. Yeah, uh, she's great, mm-hmm. and Zazie Beetz is great. Zazie Beetz is one of my favorite actors ever. Uh, the three of them are all great. It's just like he's so positive and you can tell that he's going to be like this. He's like the best of Captain America, Spider-Man. And um, I feel like, yeah, those two and maybe maybe a couple other. I hope Seth Rogen's character. (laughs) He's hilarious. He was so good. (laughs) I did not know he's going to pop up. And he's a producer for it, too. Is he? Uh, yeah, he produces yeah. a ton of and he, super- and he produces the boys too. Yeah, he did also Legion on FX. Did no, he? no, no, Preacher, did- Preacher, Preacher. Yeah, oh, he did. Preacher. I was like, whoa, um, wait. How did I? And there's one that? more. There's yes. one more. Um, um, but yeah, Seth Rogen, he's a big comic book guy. So yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, real quick. So I was listening on a road trip a couple weeks ago. I was listening to a interview with seth rogan and dax shepherd and seth rogan told the funniest story about george lucas he goes so i went to a meeting with george lucas and steven spielberg and we were like super excited i think it was him and evan goldberg and they go in and it was 2012 and it was november when they had their meeting and george lucas was like talking about how he was talking like dead serious about how he, th- he thought the world was gonna end 
like because he like really believed that the mind count oh the mind count and that he had a yeah and that he had a rocket that would leave uh the surface of the earth if it started to like crumble and stuff and seth rogan yeah and seth rogan goes well could uh could we get on there with you and he and and george lucas goes uh no (laughs) like and he was like oh he's not joking about it 2012 that was a wild year i remember that uh the mind calendar. Nostradamus? Is, is he involved in that? Uh, who's Nostradamus? I don't know. No, Nosferatu? No, Nos- I don't the vampire? Know. Nosferatu. <laughs> but uh, then there was a John Cusack movie. Did that? 2012. Yeah, 2012. yeah was that a Roland yeah. Emmerich movie? I think it was, yeah. Did y'all yeah. see it? No. I remember seeing it. I, th- I I get that in Day After Tomorrow mixed up a lot. Because yeah. the, they're both Day Rollins, After right? Tomorrow came out when we were younger. We were like yeah. in sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, I think. That, was, yeah. that was like 2004 that when that came out. Jill and Hall. Jill and Hall. And, and Emmy was... Rossum. Emmy oh, Rossum yeah. and Dennis Quaid, I think, is in it. Is it Quaid? Pretty sure. Yeah. yeah I think it is Dennis Quaid. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, the other George Lucas story. He goes to. He was on set of Solo, and he goes to, up to Alden Ehrenreich and says, "Hey, congrats on Baby Driver. Baby Driver is one of the best movies I've ever seen." <laughs> I did he hear go, that one. And he goes, "I was, I wasn't in Baby Driver." <laughs> and George Lucas goes, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like George um, Lucas is probably one of the strangest guys. Wait, it wasn't with Dax. It was with Conan. Conan O'Brien. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. My bad. It was one of those podcasts for celebrities who already have enough stuff to do or just like, you know what I'm going to do? Make a yep. podcast. Exactly. Get mad. Re- Screw revenue. the little, little people trying to get a podcast yeah. going. Yep. You know what? I'm not sorry, Conan. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyway. What? Uh, I don't know. What? What else? What should we talk about? next for this year one year anniversary are there any movies y'all are looking forward to this year green knight okay green Green knight black widow um black widow eternals uh what's that edgar wright movie coming out last Last night Night last night in soho which i i don't know how i didn't realize this until maybe a month not even that long ago, maybe a couple weeks ago. I did not realize Anya Taylor Joy was going to be in it, and that just makes me so happy. Um, uh, Matt's on a roll right now. Yeah, Matt Smith, who uh, the doctor who was in Doctor Who, that was like the first role I ever saw him in when I was like a senior in high school. Um, You're a Whovian. Is that is that? The I'm not anymore because it got to a point where I was like, this kind of lost. It will so so in the reboot. In the in the reboot, they started with Christopher Eccleston, who's mm-hmm. a, an amazing actor, and I feel so bad at how many times he's been shafted by producers or studios. Or he, was World, only... right? he was yeah, yeah, he was the he was the Malekith in yeah, yeah. Mal- I couldn't even remember. And then they yeah, like yeah. replaced him. And then well, he only had one season for Doctor Who. Yeah, because he had because he had such a bad experience, Um, and then and then that and then a couple other things. But I've heard that they're like he's done mostly BBC stuff now. But apparently he's just really good in everything else. Like he's a, I think he was like a 
like a stage actor and that's where he comes from but so when doctor who like when when my piano teacher actually told me about it and she said they just rebooted it but if you start at season five it's a new guy and it's really good and kind of like creative and season five started its own story and i liked it. it was really strange but it was cool and funky and then they're like the weeping angels episodes that are amazing like really really well done like scary but not gory and just left a huge impression on me and then i watched it up until he was done so matt smith was him for like three seasons and then peter capaldi was him for two or three seasons and i walked watched one of peter capaldi's seasons and then was done because at that point i was in college and i was like whatever like kind of watching new stuff and i thought you were you know, like say- partying like going to parties and yeah like, yeah like partying a lot you know sure so, no i'm kidding yeah, yeah doctor who fandom they're pretty they're intense, serious like. yeah it's they're, like yeah they're kind of i'm not gonna say cult but no, they're, they're very cult like adjacent yeah. yeah they're cult adjacent uh which you know whatever that happens yeah for sure I, isaac i thought you were gonna say you stopped watching whenever they had a oh a woman oh doctor. and i was gonna be like oh so you're sexist okay Ooh. but you didn't Jody so Wood. no i've heard she's really good um, i've i've heard that people really like her i don't know for sure i i think i've watched a season and a half of doctor who it's also here's the other reason i stopped watching it's not very accessible anymore it used to be it's on not. prime i and think now it's, it's on not. hbo max though really i think so i'm almost positive it's on hbo max i might go back and watch it because the I would recommend if y'all if y'all have time, the the Weeping Angels episodes are like all you really need to know about Doctor Who at any point is that, is that it's him and a companion and they're doing shenanigans and they always show up on a new planet unless it's like mm-hmm. a two or three part series. And the Weeping Angels is a two part episode series and it is so good. Like is it's it with really, Matt Smith? Yeah, with Matt Smith in season five. I could find the uh, episodes, but they're those are really really good in like it's more like a feat of filmmaking more than like like they do have a bigger budget in mm-hmm. that season but you can tell that it's like oh this is creative in the monsters like pretty pretty dang scary but nice thomason mckenzie anya taylor anya taylor joy and matt smith are the three leads okay of last night in soho super pumped i was i was wondering how we started talking about matt smith i was like where did he how did he tie into this which is fine i mean isaac just started talking about doctor who like what what who is that doctor who is the doctor you're the doctor Doctor so how many how many different doctors have there been have there been a lot there have been a lot okay david tennant was a really great david tennant was one i only know like three or four the last four Um, i believe I don't know anybody else before that. Have there been any notable actors slash actresses uh, that played Doctor Who? Besides uh, those four? So, I, think I feel of- like David Tennant is the most recognized. Yeah. Because he's been in a lot of like other like movies yeah. and that kind of thing. He had a... How long was his run as the Doctor? Uh... Through four seasons, I think okay. he was the longest. I was gonna say, I think he, he had was a, really a fairly good. long run. Yeah, there have but, been thirteen. Okay, wow. Because it was it was on in the seventies and eighties. Yep. Okay, that's crazy, and it's honestly brilliant because 
they were like like once the actor got tired of i guess so the first was william hartnell and he was like all right i don't want to do this anymore or i got a better role and they're like okay you're gonna lay on the ground then we're gonna like shine a bright light and then there's gonna be a new guy and he regenerate and they kind of like were just making it up as they went along which i really appreciate um, wow. but now it's baked into like whenever matt's or david Tennant turned into matt smith he's like dying like he's physically injured by some encounter or whatever and then he like turns into someone else but it's like it's like becoming a new person. So the way that they explain that's kind of interesting. Um, hmm. But yeah, I'm like Peter Capaldi's in suicide squad. Yes. He's the thinker. The new one. Yes. The new one. The new one. Not the James, Gunn. not David Ayer. <laughs> or at least the release the air cut. Release the air cut. Y'all see. Oh, and apparently this has been like old news for a long time, <sighs> but that, that well, apparently here's the thing. Apparently, Suicide Squad was written in seven weeks, wow. which is like much shorter than a yeah. <laughs> good movie should be written. So it seems like I don't know what the average is, but I would not have taken a guess that it was seven weeks. Yes, exactly. So I I'm wrote, like, eh, whatever. It took me several months to write my my thesis for <laughs> grad school. So I feel like, you know, maybe we should have more. But I'm also not a screenwriter. Never written a script. So you know to each their own i still haven't seen the suicide squad um oh, the yeah, first half David was yeah. kind of fun the second i love how they're like not to slipknot there this is a spoiler for you uh eric for slipknot they're like uh you know all the characters are getting their introductions captain boomerang's like i've I, oh yeah I'm boomerang's might and mark Robbie's like rah, rah, rah. and uh the slipknot they're like what's that guy's problem and he's like they're like he's a pedophile and then what? he's the first guy that tries to escape once they get like once they land in the in the battle zone he's the first guy that tries to escape and his head explodes from the chip oh. and it's like well dealt with him because he's a bad person like i thought other guys say, are bad but like that guy's like really bad because i thought you were gonna know, say one of the suicide squad members was a pedophile no, I mean, Slipknot. He was. Slipknot was. He really. He technically. Oh my goodness. In the comics. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, I I did see that. Uh, it had a good cast, and I I saw Will Smith got recasted for Idris Elba. Uh, Will well, Smith. Well, I, they, I think they're different characters. Yeah, they are different. Characters. Oh, they are different characters. Oh, for some reason I, I think thought Idris Elba was. One's dead Bloodshot. One's and Idris Elba uh, is Bloodsport. Oh. I think Will Smith okay. is Deadshot. Yeah, yeah, Will Smith. I think that's what I Okay, I was okay. like, I thought he was Deadshot, not. So they're different. Shot. I could have sworn. They're different. I, saw, okay. I think that's probably. They had very similar costumes. Yeah. Yep. I think I a lot of people are gonna think that, that Will Smith's character just disappeared. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Basically. I think the only two, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, and then John Jai Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, as uh, Captain Boomerang. There's Honestly, no I, I like Jai Court. His Bruce yeah. Willis' song. And, and then, um, what's his face? That Joel Kinnaman. Yes, thank you. One of the most you. actors of all time. But Robo honestly, Cop. good. He's serviceable. He's. Have he y'all does. seen The Killing? No. I've that not. show is based on a Swedish uh, Oh, he's procedural. in that show? He's like the, the other guy. He's the I've other heard cop. it's really good. 
Um, it is really good. We watched is like that three with, seasons. Is that with the girl from X Files? Uh, yes. Gillian. Was she Gillian too? She is a Gillian. She's a Gillian. It's a but, good. Uh, it was good. The first two seasons were good, and then it got kind of. X Files is a show that I really want to watch, but I've not. Also. Someone that was fa- that's famous no, that was in Doctor Mi- Who. Morelli Enos was Sarah Linden, who's the okay. main character, and Joel Kinnaman was Stephen Holder, who was a famous Doctor Who. Uh, Karen Gillan, that plays in. She was uh, a companion. Yeah, she play- yeah, she was yeah, 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 yeah. She she's the most she's the most popular now for sure. I forgot about companions. I she's so great. Rose was the most popular. She's companion. awesome. Who? Rose is Rose is yeah. Rose is the most popular, but name. Karen Gillan's most known by. Karen Gillan is awesome. She She's is so awesome. Yeah, she's so she really charismatic. Honestly, yeah. season five and six, that those are the seasons. Is she in seven? Who's she companion to? Matt Smith. To Matt Smith. That's like the other reason. Like five and six with her That's a power team right there. Oh yeah, with yeah. her her Matt Smith and her husband's name is Rory. Oh, whoa, what's his name? Let me see. Arthur Darville. Yes. So Arthur Darville, Darville plays Rory, and the three of them are really, really good. Like, incredible chemistry. Honestly, okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Five and six. <laughs> Best highly recommend. Highly okay. recommend. Great, great, like, closed loop story. Like, once you finish six, you can just end it. Okay. Seven's okay. It's pretty good, but it's like, you know, they're gone and there's a new companion. It's like not quite as good. So anyway, Billy One. Piper is the actor who plays Rose, and she was also in Penny Dreadful. Eric, go ahead. I was gonna say, um, did y'all see that picture from Scorsese's new movie? And it was like a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio sitting at. He is unrecognizable. Unrecognizable. I was like, I'm pointing, right, at, I'm pointing at the camera. Yeah. We're really stretching Which, the meaning of that word now. That movie is being filmed in Oklahoma. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Someone, uh, this, this girl I worked with at Nike, she is Native American. And she said that she, some of her friends who are in a different tribe, I think I think it's the Osage tribe because I think that's what the tribe is that is in the movie. Oh, cool. Uh, she was telling me that she had some friends that were in this tribe and like ran into Leonardo DiCaprio. And he like took a picture with them and was super nice and talked to him for a little bit. And they said it was like just the coolest experience because it's Leonardo DiCaprio. So of course it's, it's super cool to see, see someone like that roaming around your town. Uh, I I think he was just walking through for whatever reason, but. I knew that, I knew that DiCaprio was a nice person when I saw the, the pictures of him, like, Messing with Jonah Hill, like pretending that he's paparazzi, like coming oh, yeah. up and like, taking yeah. pictures of him. I saw I donated like a crap ton of money too to like some renewable energy mm-hmm. causes. Very, very he's very environmental guy. When he when he won his Oscar finally, he that I think he dedicated most of his Oscar acceptance speech to wow. to talking about you know trying to save the planet and renewable resources and that kind of thing wow not as good as joaquin's cow speech though right <laughs> no honestly <laughs> i love that artificial, that was crazy. artificial uh, insemination 
It's under that was under the, discussed topic. That was the one year I watched the Oscars. I knew Parasite was like up for everything. Then I saw Joaquin Phoenix. I was like, "What the hell is he talking?" That about? That was so weird. It's almost as weird as Daniel Daniel Kaluuya's acceptance speech, which started off super strong, and then it just somehow. I like he was winging. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He probably like, talking, was. Yeah, I, I He's it. like my mom and dad. They had sex. They had yeah. sex, yeah. and I was like. Yeah. Why was that necessary, Daniel? That's crazy. Just messing with his so, mind. I did. See, all right. Here's a question for you that I saw being discussed about hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. You have Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Out of those three, you could only watch one of those actors' movies for the rest of your life. Who are you taking? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, so, I, yeah. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go Brad. I think I'm going Brad Pitt as well. I'm not a big Tom Hanks guy. Or I, I mean, I'm I like Tom Hanks. I'm not a fan of his movie. His movies are not made for me. They're yeah, I think that's he, fair. They're, yeah. He's America's dad. He makes dad. Right. He's yeah, yeah. And they're good. I, but. I think he's great as an actor. I was thinking of other movies he he has done but i feel like all of his recent movies have been like uh those oscar bait that yeah it's good. been something about what was that one movie that came out recently on apple tv plus something about a oh he's, yeah he's like a greyhound Navy. Naval yeah. Officer, yeah. greyhound and then there's like I feel that movie's confusing there's like a like there's the, like a ship over there where we gotta attack and it's like battle, yeah yeah now, to the new world or something like yeah, that. something like that. I can't remember what it was. He he saves like some little girl or something. But yeah, his, yeah. His, his movies are just not for me. And I think about some of his other like older movies. Like I like Big. I like the Toy Story movies. Except I haven't seen four. I don't count oh, four. Yeah. A League of Their Own is one of my all time favorite movies. Yeah. Nice. Um, but I feel like I have more f- fun watching Brad Pitt movies. Does that? Yeah, I is that agree. Fair? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Tom Hanks. He's he's the easy out just because I think mm-hmm. the only movie that is rewatchable for me is probably like Saving Bright Ryan. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah, but uh, Brad Pitt, he's got like the Oceans movies. Yeah, yeah. All the the movies like World all Troy the movies like Troy World War Z. Uh, then you Glorious Bastards. Then Fight Club. I honestly I could just yeah watch Fight, Fight Club my life and I'll be good. Uh, but Leo. Yeah. He's he's great as well. I, was gonna say, I just looked at Leo's. Uh, Leo just doesn't have as many movies to his credit. Well, not I. I don't. I was kind of surprised whenever you posed the question because I was like, "Well, yeah, you get rid of Hank, Hanks and you get a, rid of a bunch of those classics." And I was like, "Brad Pitt's not. He doesn't have the caliber of oh, performances yeah, that DiCaprio does." And then I was like, Seven? Actually, he. Well, I feel like here's the thing. I feel like DiCaprio, pound for pound, can beat Pitt in like. Well, I don't even know if I can say that. Like you, okay. Here's the thing, main <laughs> main role, main role. You you I'm have for Pitt. You have seven. You have Inglorious Bastards, Fight Club, Fight Club at Astra, and. Oceans. Moneyball? Nah, the three oceans movies. Those themselves are like the popcorn movies. Man, yeah, I could uh, Assassination of Jesse James. Man, I'm like 
See, I think Brad. I think Brad Pitt takes the cake just because he has so many more rewatchable movies and enjoyable movies. I mean, Leo movies are good, but like they're. I'm not rewatching the Aviator. I want that's a one. Yeah. Revenant one and done. What else is he? He has a lot of one and done movies. A lot of Brad Pitt movies I can revisit. Jonah, uh, did I ever tell you all that Jessica fell asleep in the Revenant before the bear yeah. scene? She was oh, like, wow, that's crazy. She was just passed out. I was like, you're gonna miss the bear scene, and then she was like, I don't care. Man, DiCaprio <laughs> has some incredible movies. So. Oh yeah, but Brad Pitt just um, Fight Club. I mean, all his Fincher movies. That's that's not fair. I think. Who are you taking, Scorsese and DiCaprio or Fincher and Brad Pitt? Oh. Which, which is a better combo? That might be the tiebreaker. I, but, okay, again, what, but you oh, made a point. Oh, that's golly. A lot Gangs, of those... of, Gangs of New York, The Departed. Um, it is pretty incredible. That's one of my yeah. favorites. But then you have, okay, Fincher and... Seven. You have, you have Seven. Curious Case. Oh, Fight Curious Club. Case. I didn't love Curious Case though. There's another one that they Guys, were. Guys, can I tell you about my viewing experience of Curious Case? Were you with yeah, your mom and dad? It. No, I wasn't. I was. I was. In, we were. We were in the eighth grade when that movie came out, and I went with uh, my best friend at the time, and she she was like, "Okay, uh, we're gonna go watch this movie tonight," and this guy's going to be there. And this, it's this guy she'd been talking to and she was really, she really liked him. And I was like, so I'm going to be a third wheel. And she goes, no, someone else is going to be there too. And I was like, do you know who it is? And she goes, I don't know yet. He's going to bring a friend. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this. And she goes, come on, please, please go with me. And so I had no idea what this movie was about. And we get there and I had no idea it was two and a half hours long. <laughs> It's and a long so, movie. Yeah, it is. my I think I think one of my I can't remember which one of my parents, but one of my parents kept texting me throughout the movie and kept going, "How much longer until this movie is over with?" Because they were <laughs> picking me and my friend up, and I said, "I don't know. I didn't think about. I didn't think it'd be this long." And whichever parent picked me up was was annoyed with me. I was like, "I don't. I don't want to be here. I'm so sorry. I didn't want to come." And that girl ended up dating that guy for like five minutes. I was oh, really mad. Tough. Lame. Yeah. But <laughs> I remember thinking it was a really good story and really interesting. But also I was like, I never want to watch this stupid movie again. Right. I forgot. I forgot for Leo Inception. That is that Ooh, is that's a good one. Top, probably the top of the Leo list for me. Um, but I love I've watched it part of like 30 times as well. It would um, it would make me really sad if I could never watch Captain Phillips again, though. Because that's like that's a good hands movie. down. That's my favorite Hank's role, and yeah. I feel like a lot of people would say it's also his best role. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, Road to Perdition. Have you all seen that? That is a good movie. Road Sam to Mendes. Perdition is amazing. Sam Mendes, wow. Jude Law, Roger Deakins, Daniel Craig. That's a Roger Deakins movie, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's good. That's yeah, a good question. that's a good. That's a good movie. Um, uh, Fincher, Fincher was really wanting to make Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea with Brad Pitt as Captain Nemo, and I just read Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea because I'm a nerd. And that's that book that's like six hundred pages, right? No, it's like four hundred. Okay. Uh, Very long. But I had Big like difference. a paper, had a paperback. <laughs> um, I'm terrified of the ocean, so I was facing my fear. Aww. I think we know more about space than we do the ocean. I agree. 
Did y'all see the football 100% there are some kaiju down there. In the the football fish that like, yes, washed that thing up. Is oh, my God. Terrifying. That angler fish. Yeah, that <laughs> thing looks nuts. That thing could shred yeah. your ankle. I don't, I don't, uh, 100% no. there are some, there are some kaiju living in the <laughs> Pacific Ocean, though, 100%. I can't wait for our, our podcast episode, emergency podcast layover episode. We're like, there are kaiju, there's a kaiju coming Eric out of right the, the Pacific. Oh, yeah. Yep. Eric's like, then we got a, what are, the, uh, what are those, the suits called from Pacific Rim? Those, uh, uh, I don't remember. I've never seen Pacific Rim. My brother, it's a great Pacific movie. Rim. It is a great movie. We would always. Uh, the premise meet... of the movie is, yeah, there's like there's ki- there's these kaiju from the ocean, the monsters from the ocean, and the way the only way to deal with them is building these giant robot suits that can be piloted by only two people, and they cost. Like, and they're like four dollars. miles high or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's a great popcorn movie. Yep. This, did you see the second one with John Boyega? Yes, it was Todd Garbage. Yeah, it's I heard terrible. it wasn't that good. It was Love John Boyega, though. I Yeah, that was one of the biggest point, the disappointments I've ever been to. Because I went to see that opening night because I loved the first one. Yep. And then, oh man, I should have known it was going to be bad when they attached some like, B-rate B director instead of Guillermo to it. Yep. I just remember um, whenever that movie was heavily marketed and they you know like a a staple of the trailer was the like freight horn like yeah and so every time we talked about pacific grim with like me and gordon and andrew we'd go oh man no i love pacific grim yep but gotta watch it so Um, olivia you're taking brad pitt i think i'm taking brad pitt too all right brad i think he I do. There are a lot of. I went through Tom Hanks' filmography on IMDb, and I forgot about some movies like that thing you do, and yeah. Splash. I really like those movies. Love those are also movie. like yeah. s- staples of of the Clement household. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, Brad's movies are are maybe yeah. a little more fun, a little more rewatchable. Right. That's that's the number one factor for sure. Is if you ha- only had to. If, if that's the only thing them. you could watch, yeah. you're taking those. I think like, so. Like you can watch the Oceans Oceans movies quite a bit. There's three yeah. of them. Yeah. There's and they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. And movies. Brad Pitt's Even, always eating a hamburger. He's so cool in the Oceans so movies. Cool. Though. He is so freaking cool. I gotta go back and rewatch those movies because he is. Are those streaming anywhere? I'm gonna look. I don't know. I don't know. Did anybody oh. watch Oceans Eight? Yes. I did. Was and that I liked good? It. Yeah. Okay. I liked it. Fun. I heard it's it not, was. It's. I mean, it's not going to be the same as Ocean's Eleven. But it's for. Did Paul Feig it's Sandra. direct that? Did Paul Feig direct that, or am I? Just... No, 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 no. That was Gary like, Ross. Ghostbusters. Gary Ross was like Sea Biscuit in Hunger Games One. Yeah, he directed Hung- the first Hunger Games movie. He directed Sea Biscuit. He wrote the script for Big. Oh really? And Lassie. Yeah. I didn't. You know, know what? That. I don't mind the Hunger Games movies. I I don't either. Like I had I like them. number two, awesome. Catching, Catching Fire, amazing. Is the this best. is an incredible, yeah. so ing- an amazing movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love. I my favorites though, Hunger Games one and two. The last, I think, Mockingjay. 
Mockingjay. Those were the weakest. Yeah, those were the weakest yeah, for me. But so. Catching Fire is incredible. To kill a well, Mockingjay. To kill. <laughs> they did. I said that. I think I said that on mic. You got. Y'all have to watch Battle Royale. <laughs> Battle yeah, Royale. Yeah, and no, I've wanted to watch that for a long time. <sighs> no, I'm not gonna. It's like Tarantino's. I think Tarantino. He made a comment about it. He said, um, "If there was one movie he wished he could have directed, since he started directing, it was Battle Royale." Dang. So that's pretty good. That's high praise. Pretty high praise. But I love Battle Royale. But uh, yep. I love the Hunger Games movies too. Catch Fire is awesome. Yep. I haven't watched it oh, since the, it came out. What's the clown's name? Jennifer Lawrence's love interest. Well, she has like 10 love interests. Uh, yeah, Peter Millard. Josh, 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 Josh Hutcherson. Kind of a stooge, but. And then Liam. <laughs> because you're Jennifer Lawrence, you're not picking Josh Hutcherson over Liam Hemsworth. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people are going to pick who anyone over Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, exactly. So that was why he's I, a Hemsworth. I'd pick Chris Hemsworth over I would, Liam I would Hemsworth. Pick they, they got the casting so backwards on that. It should have been Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. Well, should have been Peta. Yeah. Or did was Peta just, just a stooge? Like Peta was. Peta's a well. stooge in the books. Yeah. Or, okay, he's he, a stooge. I mean, he's he's less. What's it called? Uh, he's less <laughs> charismatic. He's he's he's. In the er, in the comics, in the book, he is described as kind of being this shy kid anyway, and he's kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. He, I remember, he lost his mom at a young age, and he worked for his dad, who was, I think, the baker in town or in the district, and so he basically spent all this time working and didn't really get the chance to maybe develop some better social skills that other kids would have been able to develop so i think that probably has a a contributing factor to kind of how awkward he is Hmm. but also okay how how are you gonna pick liam or pick josh over liam (laughs) yeah that that was just wonder what uh what josh is up to these days Actually, I wonder s- what both of those guys are up to. Liam Hemsworth is in a ton of B-rate movies, which is kind he of He was in Arkansas. Yeah, 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 yeah Clark yeah. Duke, right? Yep. Yes. Who is from yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Liam Hemsworth, he's, he was in that one movie with Harrison Ford, Paranoia. Yeah. He got like 2% on Ron Tomatoes. Yeah. Oh. Bummer. He was in the independence day resurgence oh, movie God. Oh, yeah. i never went and saw that i i didn't you I've have seen two, bad movies well, I, so we're, no i know i did not go see that i've had too many of my favorite oh. 80s movies ruined by these stupid by remakes and remakes that i i there was a point in time Except i was going blade to see runner one, blade runner is like one of the few good ones Except alien as well but uh, i i like prometheus and i like alien covenant um alien covenant's good but, uh, Liam, Liam Hemsworth was also in a movie that came out two years ago with Rebel Wilson, Adam Devine, and Priyanka Chopra. Who... Do y'all uh, do y'all take Adam Devine seriously? Workaholics. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Has he been in a serious movie? I don't think so. I think he he's hilarious. They're... I love him. I mean, he is he is funny, but I feel like outside of that, like he's never gonna. You know, pull a Jim Carrey and start. Taking, you know who I want roles. to see pull a Jim Carrey? Who? who? Glenn from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. One um, day. He was he supposed to play, he was in the running for Star Lord. Have Pratt. you guys, 
have you guys seen i did not know that that he was in the running for star lord yes have you guys seen so a bunch of people are are of course trying to figure like do some sort of like fan casting for the fantastic four and (laughs) of course lots of people are like oh it should be john krasinski and emily blunt she got pissed yeah and apparently she got really upset about that because yeah. she's like they haven't even talked to me i would she never hate superhero, superhero movies movie. and yeah. but she was supposed to play black widow really yeah like she was i think the top Dang. choice and then backed out and and i can't remember why she backed out i think it was due to scheduling conflicts or something and so then they got the greatest asian american actor Scar- uh scarlett johansson and anyway but I've seen where a lot of people are like are, are trying to cast like fan cast the basically all of the cast members of it's always sunny. Yes, yes. And, which I I kind of love. I love it's always sunny. And they That's want Danny DeVito De- De- to play uh what is that the rock character? The thing. The thing. Okay, I was yeah. like, there's no way it's the thing. But I kind of love that. So anyway, I started uh, blasting. <laughs> That's so anyway, my favorite. I blasting. Oh my god! I what is the context that. of that? He I'm was, he's, uh, the context of that is he is sponsored by a gun, local gun <laughs> store, Gunther's Gun Shop. <laughs> and, uh, he got brought on the news to, <laughs> to plug the gun store. This, the episode is called Gun Fever Part Two. Okay. Oh, big, so it's, yeah. it's on, it's an, it's, a it's, sunny... it's, and it's always sunny. Okay. It is one of my, that actually is one of my favorite episodes. Um, Okay. And, and after that, he just like breaks out a sandwich and starts eating it in the middle of the interview. Uh, nice. Gun Fever Part Two, I believe that's in episode, season six. You all can't five. tell Danny DeVito tickles my funny bone. Yeah, you gotta watch It's Always Sunny. He is. I actually haven't. Yeah. yeah, I need to, need to go watch it. That is that and Veep are the only comedies that make me actually laugh out loud. Nothing else can make me laugh out loud except those Veep two is, shows. Veep is really funny. Yeah, I think we so. should. Um, I think that we should recommend a really obscure movie okay. for whoever made it this far in our episode. <laughs> whoever made it this far. Um, I have I like one. Okay. I have one. Um, actually, I, I don't. Give us a little uh, plot synopsis because uh, you're going to be recommending it to us too uh, indirectly. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. A little plot synopsis. Give us a little tease on yeah. if it's worth our time. Um, oh, oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. Here's the here's the uh, letterbox review or the letterbox synopsis for one of my favorite movies that I've watched in the last couple of weeks, and I don't know if, to- if I've told y'all about it. No sooner does Italian American widow Loretta accept a marriage proposal from her doltish boyfriend Johnny that she finds herself falling for his younger brother Ronnie. She tries to resist, but Ronnie lost his hand in an accident, and he blames it on his brother and has no scruples about aggressively pursuing her while Johnny is out of the country. As Loretta falls deeper in love, she comes to learn that she's not the only one in her family with a secret romance. Moonstruck. Moonstruck. I'm not kidding. This is is one of my favorite movies I've ever watched. Yeah, is that Cher movie? Cher, Nicolas Nicolas Cage, Cage? and Vincent Gardenia, and Olympia Dukakis. R.I.P. Wow. And Danny A. A Yellow. Wow, okay. Interesting. This movie like made me so happy. It's so good. It's okay. Amazing. And it's like it's it's like kind of real Nick Cage whenever he's younger and before he got weird. And you can tell like <laughs> he has this kind of distinct non yeah. 
Nick Cage overshadowed by overshadowed by Nick Cage energy. Yeah. It's my recommendation if you made it this far in this episode. That's gotta on, be like uh, Amazon Raising Prime. Arizona era yeah. Nick yeah, Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was exactly. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love that era Nick Cage. Yep. Okay. What are y'all's recommendations? I'm going with I I think I've recommended this at least tw- ten times now, but I'll give the opportunity to recommend it again. The Rock, directed by Michael Bay. Yep. Yep, yep. yep. Alcatraz. Only one man has ever broken out. Now five million lives depend on two men breaking in. Starring it's, Sean Connery, Nick Cage, and Ed Harris. It's Sean Connery, Nick Cage, and Ed Harris. Should I also directed by the, Nick the greatest? Cage movie? Hey, go for it. But I was gonna say directed by one of my favorite directors of all time, Michael Bay. Michael right. Bay. That's my plug right. for the rock. Mikey Mike. All right. I think I talked about this movie before. I think the last time we recorded, maybe, and you guys asked me what I watched recently. My recommendation is Josie and the Pussycats. It's on HBO Max. Nice. Josie, okay. Melody, and Val are three small-town girl musicians determined to take their rock band out of their garage and straight to the top while remaining true to their look, style, and sound. They get a record deal, which brings them fame and fortune, but soon realize they are pawns of two people who want to control the youth of America. They must clear their names, even if it means losing fame and fortune. And it's got a pretty good cast. Rachel Lee Cook, Rosario Dawson, Tara Reid, Alan Cumming, Parker Posey. Ooh. Parker Posey. It's, it's part of the Parker Posey verse. She plays the mean girl, the villain, so well. Park she Posey? crushes it. Yeah. She plays it again. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, she's she's great. It and this movie, it's I mean, it's it's supposed to be very much on the nose. It's very very much satire so keep that in mind as you're watching it but it truly like is ahead of its time i think nice wow. the movie came out in 2002 i think are they like are they sex bomb not quite but they're they are good. they're pretty good yeah. yeah nice so uh yeah i would mean watch more parker posey stuff because i i like her a lot as an actress i feel like she's underappreciated yeah she's in a movie called best in show uh huh. Like a dog is show that the mockumentary. One? Okay, I was gonna say yeah. that's the one with Eugene Levy and yeah. Catherine O'Hara. Yeah, yeah, I, want, yeah, I need yeah. a. I want. I really want to watch that one. I heard. It I've heard that's really funny. I heard yeah. that as well. Yeah. Uh, is anybody seeing Quiet Place Part Two next week? Is it out next week? It's coming out next week. Oh, well, they've been oh, promoting the hell out of it. Yeah, they have been. I want to. I want to watch it. Yeah, I, I honestly might go see it in a theater. Ooh, is that the first time you'll be back? Yes. Same for me. I have not nice. been in theater since, since since the hunt. I thought about going to theater the other day just to buy a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> Honestly, I don't blame you anyone for doing that. Yeah, fully. I that. will buy a bucket of popcorn and Twizzlers. As you should. Actually, I might yeah. bring my Twizzlers. They're kind of expensive. Yeah. I love I love the movie theater. The deal breaker was I was doing research on this. The butter dispenser is shut down. Because I drenched the hell out of my popcorn and butter. Like, it's, I, I just push the button and I, I literally sit there for like a minute and yeah. I have to drown in butter. As, as you should. It needs to drown nice. in butter. Yeah. When I went and saw Scott Pilgrim at the AMC or one of the AMCs here in the OKC Metro, the butter dispenser was open. Oh, so someone just how... reached in and like okay. took a scoop of it. Because, yeah, because I was watching a video. What it's like to go to a movie theater post Corona, 
Well, I got handed a little cup, like you know, when you go to like Slim's <laughs> for mm-hmm. canes, they give you a little cup of butter. I'm like, what are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, you enunciated like, both T's in little. <laughs> yeah. I was given a little yeah. cup. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not paying eight dollars for a bucket of popcorn if I'm getting like two grams of butter. I don't know where that guy is from. I live in a state that does not care about the pandemic. He might and be aware. does not believe in, in trans fat. That is exactly right. <laughs> and does not believe in trans fat. So I think about that. He was probably in like some West Coast state. Yeah. Or yeah, probably. So then you like like not south. You unleashed right. on this poor 16-year-old who's just trying to like, <laughs> take his girlfriend. Like, I, and I'm, I should I, I, I guess I converse theory pay for his car. I guess insurance. I could dear just like fill up the drink cup with butter and uh, I'll be on my way. There you go. I'm going to be honest, Eric. I don't want to get on your bad side. Yeah. <laughs> you really do not. You better not. I've, uh, get it. We're I, I am hard on the service people. No, mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not a dick when I go out to the restaurant or something like that. Uh, I definitely am Eric, not. that's not what you ordered. It's fine. <laughs> No, that's like completely the opposite of what you ordered. No, 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 no. It's okay. The other day okay. I did go to I a Chili's. Just having a bad day. I went to a Chili's day. the other day. I got I Humble ordered brag. corn. <laughs> and they gave me corn on the cob. And I was like, what the hell is this? I did not I ordered buttered like cream corn and they gave me corn on the cob, like with like Cajun seasoning on and it. And butter. I was like, I'm not, I'm not eating corn on the cob. You're like, uh, so they'll give me butter here, but not at the movie theater. Because there were specifically, <laughs> there were specifically two corn options: like corn, like you eat with a spoon, mm-hmm. and corn you eat with your hands, like a, like cream corn, like a cannibal. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not doing that. So I was like, Nah, you got to give me the other corn. corn I don't know if I'm a dick for like that. Like a cannibal. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you said. I'm not. I thought you said that, but I was like, "There's no way that's what he said." I'm not eating corn with my hands. This is Snyder's army of the dead. (laughs) What do you expect me to do with this thing? Yeah, I mean, oh my goodness. I have a funny story about cream corn. When I was growing up, my dad was like, like all about leftovers. Okay. And on Sundays, we'd like clean out the fridge with all the leftovers that we had accumulated throughout the week. Sure. And once, As one does. On Sunday, we were all sitting down. He's like, we had like a main thing, like steak or chicken or something. And then all the sides, he was just like coming around like, you want this? You want that? And we're like, yes, no. And he had cream corn. And he comes around. He's like, cream corn? And my sister goes, no, thank you. And he just takes a big spoonful and puts it on her plate anyway. And then he goes around again. And he gets cream corn, and he's like, "Uh, no." And like, he just he like doesn't ask. He he's, he's saying cream corn and putting it on everyone's plates. Which which sister oh, was like, yeah. "No, thank you, I'm good." Becca. Nice. Becca was like, "No thanks." I could I could make a joke about corn, but I'm not going to. It's like classic thirteen year old joke. So I'm I'm not thirteen I, years I old. I I so I'm you're talking about. I'm gonna abstain from saying anything about it. Probably about will corn. be funnier than you describing <laughs> eating corn on the cob like a cannibal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a vegetable. You're not supposed. I mean, I'm just not. I'm not about that. Not about it. Not about <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've made it. We've given our uh, unique recommendations. It's like a. It's like a Easter egg for anyone who's made it this yeah. far in our episode um what's uh what's ahead guys what's on the radar for the next year 
Are you... Hopefully, hopefully, I get over my superhero and Star Wars fatigue because I have not watched like anything Marvel or Star Wars in like two years. Just because I was going to ask you about that. I'm Eric. drained out on it. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's why I like the the alternate superhero stuff, like the Boys and Invincible. Yep. Well, that's. I mean, it's Marvel still it's so still in out. that vein, you know. Yeah, Marvel stuff is so played out for me, dude. I I'm not gonna lie, like. I wasn't, I was pretty excited about the last, not the last, but the second to last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier when they're kind of talking about Sam and like, I appreciated the themes, but I didn't really love that series. Yeah. And I didn't, I I appreciated WandaVision, but I didn't love WandaVision. So I think it's going to take, I think it's going to take like, I I think, I think Black Widow is going to be super fun. I'm super excited because it looks like Florence Pugh is going to be Florence Pugh is awesome. She's awesome. She and is awesome. it looks like she's going to be the new, like Scarlett Johansson for the MCU, which oh. I'm all about because she's amazing. But I think Eternals is going to be what's like, okay. Oh this is a yeah. Huge that. breath of fresh air. Like can, yeah. also, can that we talk looks, about how, uh, what's his Kumail face? Numanji is getting ripped for that. Ripped? Yeah. yeah. Kevin Feige was like, yeah, Chloe Zhao just really wanted to yeah, use actual see, like settings in, in real places as opposed to using, you know, green screen and everything. And it was just blowing my mind. And then when they released the trailer or the little snippet of Eternals, everyone was like, is that sunset? What Kevin Feige was talking about? Is that sunset? What blew his mind? It, it was just a regular sunset, Kevin. Just pretty, pretty just, normal. Yeah, it was just a normal sunset, yeah, Kev. Um, I think um, one reason I'm really excited for the Eternals is that it's striking a similar chord in that, like, I know very little about those characters yeah. in the same way that I knew very little about the Guardians. But in the concept art for Guardians, you had like Star Lord, you had those characters, and I was like, this looks so weird and cool, and they're actually doing it. And I kind of feel that way about um, Kit Harrington's black knight Mm -hmm. because he's like his character is so strange in the comics like sometimes he's good sometimes he's bad apparently it's going to be about him and Gemma Arterton I think that's her name Gemma Arterton is in it I'm pretty sure yeah she's awesome um let me make sure I just want to while we're like I don't want to be there's a South Korean actor who's also in it who's like the Robert De Niro of South Korea do you Um, know Gemma Chan Gemma Chan Yes, I think so. That's in. She was in Crazy Rich Asians. She was also in Captain Marvel, but playing she's, a different character. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. But, but I think uh, that they loved her so much that they were like, "Hey, do you just want to stay in the MCU, but you're going to play someone else because you die in Captain Marvel?" Yep, that's what that's what it was. Sorry. Anywho, um, yeah, no, I feel you, man. I feel like uh, I feel like Eternals might be that return to form. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. I think. Um, yep. But yeah, I think that's that's it for me. I'm gonna be checking out movies as they show up in theaters. Quiet Place, Top Gun. Um, what else is coming out? Oh, uh, Top Gun. How about Top Gun? See, I oh, I get um, excited. Uh, not Spectre. No Time to Die. Oh yeah, that looks it's gonna awesome. be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm one. gonna continue my. I guess this. I'm going on like five or six years now, of waiting for Avatar two. Um, <laughs> is this supposed to come out next year? It's supposed to. It's supposed to come out in like. This supposed to come out in like 2018, but who's counting? Um, it was. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, it got pushed back very, very, so many times now. But um, Eric is being mature and is not upset about it at all. He's... I'm not upset about it. Did you hear when Kate Winslet was on set? And, and she held she... her breath longer than Tom Cruise? I Underwater? Did not, I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's I didn't hear thing. about that. That's awesome. I was going to say, she went into like James, Cam- James Cameron's office to like talk to him. And James Cameron didn't even know what avatar they were working on. He's like, is this Avatar 2 or Avatar 3? I was like, oh, Lord, we're never going to see this, are we? Yep. <laughs> Amazing. She's like, but, two. <laughs> no, she's like, I'm talking about Avatar 4. Yeah, but... I'm talking about Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> no, but... Uh, no, I mean, I'm just waiting on that to come out. Uh, yep. I love James Cameron, so... Mm-hmm. What about y'all? Green Knight. <laughs> Green Knight. Yeah. Did I tell y'all I read the poem? I didn't no. know there was a poem. It's uh yeah, that's what it's based on. It's like they don't know who actually wrote it, so they just credit it as uh, the Green Knight poet. Okay. Um, but it's like a it's like as old as Beowulf. Oh wow. yeah, and but it's 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 interesting because I watched the trailer and I was I thought to myself that looks wild. I'm so excited to see it. And like anyone who hasn't seen um. A Ghost Story, Anthem Body Saints, or what is the other one he did? Peach Dragon is more like Disney. I've seen but, a, but Anthem Body Saints. I love Rooney Mara. Yeah. Uh, is she in Green Knight? No. Uh, oh, but well, another one of my favorite actresses, um, Alicia Vikander, is in Green Knight. Oh, she's wow. awesome. She's Tomb Raider. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, like th- there's a, there's a, um, strange emphasis on honor in the green knight and like i won't spoil it but i'm i'm just very interested to see what happens because i think they could take it in some really crazy directions because the whole thing about gawain is that he's like he's the most honorable person in the world like they that like the poets always talking about like he's not going to do this because he's he's good and he's pure and he's like completely 100% honorable and there are definitely tones in the trailer that speak to that. So I think he's cool. taking a lot of interesting stuff from it. Nice. David we'll Lowry a- is also directing a remake, a live action remake of Peter Pan. And I... For Disney? Was, yes. Ooh. So Jude Law's going to be in it. Z-Hook. Wasn't so. there a Peter Pan? <laughs> is he Peter Pan? Hugh <laughs> Jackman in it? Yes, I just he played make Hook. that up in my mind. There was that oh, that was okay. a real thing that existed. I don't was... think we really need to talk about it. I haven't okay. seen it, but I assume. Oh, it, it sounded like good. you had seen it. You're like kind of being no. I just, just I've heard it's not very good. Yeah. Um, okay. But I also don't really care for Peter Pan. I don't. Even. Why? I don't know. Let's I talk about it. You want to talk? Is that the one with a Tinkerbell? Yeah. Okay. Although, what is her name? She's in uh, Blackish and Grownish, which. Oh, yeah. E... Oh, it's going to be called Peter Pan and Wendy. Yara Shahidi, that's her name. I really like her. Yeah. And so she's going to, she's playing Tinkerbell. But did and you then... like, did, did the, do you have something against the Disney old classic version oh, of Peter I Pan? I mean, it's super racist. Yeah. And sexist. You know, like a lot of all Disney, Disney stuff. movies. Yeah, 
<laughs> have you guys seen where they i guess in this what's that movie the jungle cruise that's coming out with the rock and mm-hmm. uh, emily blunt apparently someone one headline said that there's gonna be the first openly gay disney character in it and someone everyone on twitter is like you guys have been saying that for the past several live action remakes yeah. like why do you guys keep saying that because that happened like, in oh shoot the we forgot that there was one in beauty right <laughs> there was one in beauty and the beast there was one i think in onward i think there was another oh yeah I forgot about movie onward. i don't know anyway as far as like what's ahead for flyover uh film country i don't i mean i think we'll keep doing flyover essentials we have one coming out this saturday uh <laughs> yeah, I, don't I think remember. so. I think that's, I think that's and right. It's a uh, it's God's Not Dead. There's another te- yeah. teaser for you if you made oh, it this yeah. far in this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a so hoot and a half. I think we'll, you know, we'll keep doing the flyover essentials and you know, we'll have more layover series. Isaac and I know I know we're going to be doing uh the Loki series once that comes out. Yep. Which will be Loki. Loki. Loki the Disney, the Marvel guy. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that there was a series? I if it's good, I'm we'll tell that. you, Eric. Yeah, I have the feeling it might be. Yeah, like, it has to be very good. I feel I like it might good. be the best of what we. I seen so I far. feel like it's going to. It's definitely going to be better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier was propaganda ish, but I'm I'm gonna leave politics at the door. It was just. It was. It, was, it wasn't. I don't know. I mean, I, I like I said, I appreciated it, but it was not yeah. like not mind blowing. Not it's the just best action. directed thing. Was there, the was there good action thing. in it? I watched really it for the action. No. Not Come really. On. How do you mess Actually, up the action? I would I would venture to say it was some of the least impressive action we've seen in the MCU. That's unfortunate Especially because Winter Soldier is like the right. Best. Especially for those movie. characters, because yep. those characters have been involved in some of the best action. Right, I would and, say Winter Soldier is my favorite action movie. Yeah, of the Marvels. Yeah, so I don't know, uh, okay. but you know, we'll see what happens. What what pops up? I'm sure. Oh, are we gonna do like a movie recap, movie news recap every yes. month? Yes. So at the beginning of every month, we will do a bit a, a big. You know, like a 30 to hour minute long episode mm-hmm. about what happened in Hollywood and got canceled. The, yeah, got who got, canceled. yeah, we're going to Eric's going to headline canceled a section corner. called that's going to be a canceled corner. Oh, man, I'm already this week. We canceled my hands together yeah. for this. Yeah, Um, that'll be fun because it'll be like, yeah. hey, this is what's happening. Also, this ties into like some other stuff that we're going to be covering in the future. So we're really excited about that to do that regularly. And um yeah. So yeah. Nice. I think Good that's stuff on the way. Probably yep. the most I'm excited as just a listener. Uh, so yeah, seriously. Let's go. Yeah. I We're think that's the most def- set definitive plan we have for the future as far as the show podcast is concerned. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot of fun. Feel yeah. free to DM us on Twitter, Instagram. More uh, giveaways on the way. Yeah, it, yeah, please please comment or enter our Minari um, giveaway on Instagram if you, you have would an like end a copy date for of that. Twenty eighth, twenty eighth. Okay, great. So 
I think the end of this week. We, and it's yeah. a digital code, so it's not going to take me half a year to mail out. There you go. <laughs> did yeah, you yeah, ever yeah. mail out Parasite? I did. It's supposed to come nice. in like on okay. Thursday or All right. Wednesday. I will, I'll text Maudie and ask her if she got it. So that's hilarious. Yep. Amazing. Um, I love that. Yep. It's been super fun. We're going to keep making some fun, dumb content for y'all uh and put put some elbow grease into it but uh yeah it's been fun glad glad to be on the ride with you eric and you olivia and uh and glad that you joined the team you know like a a quarter of the way into the year eric i'm glad you guys asked it's been fun for sure Yeah. yeah i will say what from the jump Isaac was like, we need to have Eric talk about, you know, Scott Pilgrim and like, well, he's going to have to be like be on at some point. And so I'm glad that you have, even if you weren't officially a part of the team from, from the beginning, you have very much been a part of this from the beginning. I appreciate so, that. No, it's, yeah. it's fun talking about movies with y'all. I appreciate y'all's perspectives. I learn a lot about movies from talking about y'all. Cause I, I view movies as literally pure entertainment. So mm-hmm. you guys view it more as art. So um, it's, fun hearing different perspectives yep that's what i do i do appreciate because like we all have our interests and mm-hmm. there, it's, this is like a no judgment zone completely despite what i say about michael bay eric <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah no i i do learn a lot from like olivia olivia you have a really great insight into like um like the like the cult, those cult classic movies that mm-hmm. came out whenever we were kids and oh, i just yeah. wasn't allowed to watch them yeah. so i haven't seen any <laughs> and uh and i like constantly remind people i was homeschooled i was homeschooled and uh yeah yeah and harp on that and uh yeah same same for you eric with like the 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 action heavy stuff and yeah so uh, yeah it's good stuff. Learn, learn a lot from you guys as well yeah nice. yeah honestly this past year has been just bare like the one of the reasons why we've made i've i've made it through this past year is because of this so i appreciate you guys and all the the conversations we've had on and off mic about movies and all that it's been it's been a year what a year guys what a year so crazy and it was actually a year like sometime last week i think it was the 15th oh yeah so two weeks ago yeah over Anyway, Crazy. yep. Wild times. We'll get out of your hair. Um, yeah, and and please DM us. And if you want us to cover a certain movie or talk about a certain topic, please let us know. We're happy to. Yeah, we need to do like a listener's choice one of these days. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be fun. So please, fun. you know, whether or not it's related to Flyover Country, if you just want to have something specific answered about a movie or celebrity or you know any of that like should this person have been canceled the answer <laughs> yes but we'll still talk yeah. about it if you want so or if you, if you want us to talk about it so nice that'd be fun that'd be a fun little mini game all right all right guys good night people good night, good night y'all